May the Lord give you his peace. Good morning. Uh, welcome back, Brother Rock. I would like to make a provocative proposal. And uh, this proposal is going to have two applications and possibly a third. I would like to propose that the full, robust Catholic approach to interpreting scripture is a blueprint for how we can interpret our own lives. Um, can't get enough of this catechism, forgive me. And uh, what's in here about how the Catholic approach to interpreting scripture is so amazing. Uh, and it talks in here about the literal sense of scripture and then the spiritual senses of scripture, the allegorical, the moral, and the anagogical, and how those spiritual senses are always based upon the literal sense. That's a quote from St. Thomas. And um, in today's readings, this is a perfect day to talk about this stuff. Galatians 4, the only place in the New Testament where the word allegory is actually found literally, where St. Paul is going to take that story from Genesis of, of Sarah and Hagar, uh, Isaac and uh, Ishmael as kind of like an allegory for, uh, uh, you know, why in Christ we don't have to live out the Mosaic Covenant. And then Jesus in, in Luke 11 talking about the judgment, and he makes reference to, you know, something greater than Jonah, something greater than Solomon, very allegorical uh, teaching that Jesus is giving. So uh, just a little mini review. There are three uh, things that the Catechism says we need to do whenever we try to interpret Scripture both the literal and spiritual senses. Number one, we should always be attentive to the content and unity to the whole of scripture, that the whole thing is united from Genesis to Revelation, never contradicts itself. Number two, we always read scripture within the living tradition of the whole church, so it's scripture and tradition. And uh, number three, being attentive to the analogy of faith, meaning how all of the truths of the faith have a coherence within the biggest whole plan of God's revelation. Okay, let's break that down. Um, so if we have that approach to interpreting scripture, we can also have the same approach to interpreting our own lives. Have you ever gone through something where you were able to ponder your experience and then make an interpretation of what you went through, what it meant, and maybe what God was saying and doing in your life? Um, I hope that you know, we all have moments that, that, we could, that that's happened where we, uh, evaluate something we've gone through or something you know that we're feeling and then we're able to apply something from our faith to make sense of what we're going through mm. that's where it's at that's where it's at so the first application is just your own life you're examining your conscience to go to confession you're examining your conscience to go to spiritual direction you're trying to develop a spiritual sensitivity to the working of god in your own life what is he saying what is he doing what are the things i'm going through my experiences not always pleasant, right? But what does it mean, right? We naturally ask that question, don't we? What does it mean? There's a meaning here. God is saying and doing something. He's like that. Um, and then the second application would be as we try to walk with others, especially a little piece of advice you may give in the confessional, maybe some guidance you would give in spiritual direction. You know, when you're listening to people share their hearts and you're trying to evaluate what they're telling you with a mind to the gospel, the mind to the faith, the vices, the virtues, the parables, the Beatitudes, you know, to say, maybe God is saying and doing this in your life right now, but we need a, a standard or a, a measuring stick by which we evaluate things, and that's our faith. That's the gospel. I'll give you one mini example of when this was really clear for me. I had the privilege one day of doing something that maybe a lot of priests have never done before. I was invited to be the first priest to say Mass at one of the new convents of the sisters. So OLQA, and I was going to be the first priest to say Mass there. 
So when I arrived there, the tabernacle was open and empty, and the sanctuary lamp was unlit. And then I arrived, and I was received by the sisters with a great reverence. They were so, you know, excited that I was there. And the reason why they were excited I was there is because in a very unique and special way, I was bringing Jesus, you know? So I came there, we had mass. The Lord was in the tabernacle, the door was shut, and the sanctuary lamp was lit. And uh, it was a very moving and profound experience to see the sisters who had had an empty chapel, and now the chapel wasn't empty, the Lord was there. And uh, in praying over that, I kind of felt like, uh, like um, Mary in the visitation, when she brought Jesus kind of hidden within her, she's pregnant, to Elizabeth, you know, or in uh, the second joyful mystery of the rosary, or, and then the third joyful mystery of the rosary, the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem. You know, where there was this empty cave, and then I show up, and then Christ is like literally there, kind of like when the shepherds came to the cave to see the baby Jesus. And um, so I, I had no doubt that day that part of what God was doing in my, in my life, the life of those sisters, was like, uh, to be interpreted in light of the second and third joyful mysteries of the rosary, you know, the visitation and the birth of Jesus, the nativity. So that's just one little funny little example, but you know, some days it's easier, some days it's harder to, to kind of interpret and, and uncover the meaning of things we're going through. Um, in the gospel here, Jesus is giving us a teaching on the last judgment and um, this thing that will happen will be there. <laughs> and uh, so what that says to us, you know, that every little thing, even things that we think maybe our secret are hidden, are not. Everything will come into the light, and that produces a tremendous amount of awe and reverence for how we live. So brothers, let's pray for the grace to develop a spiritual sensitivity to the way that God is at work in our lives. You know, how do we interpret, how do we understand the meaning of what's happening in the light of our faith, in the light of the life of Christ? And uh, we pray for that grace this day. Amen.